Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, they are the home of our robot shade overlords. All hail. All hail, that's right. Automated shades provide a safer environment for children and pets due to their cordless nature. And guess what? Those programmable features... They allow you to use heating or cooling only when you need it, maximizing your home's energy efficiency. So your robot over shade overlords will bring you energy efficiency and increased safety. It's better for all. Submit now. Resistance is futile. Wow. I think they might take money back for the Star Trek <laughs> reference. <laughs> Go visit our friends at Budget Blinds right in the heart of downtown. Tell them Jason next to you. All hail. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man whose two least favorite words in the world are technical difficulties. Shh, don't tempt the gods. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of A Link to Lee Summit. We we it's we're recording on Wednesday this week. Yeah, Why are we recording on Wednesday, we're Nick? We're a little late because uh, well well first off, I couldn't find the file after we recorded on Tuesday night, and then I found it. Problem was, I couldn't open it. So corrupted files. We did. Yay! We he did basically what we're saying is everything wrong. And I will say this with me: it was perhaps the best show we've ever recorded, and no one will ever hear it. This is a lie. <laughs> that is a <laughs> full face lie. <laughs> Link to Lee Summit is the source for all the news you need about this very very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today, Thin Mints. Thank you, Hayden Glove, for a very nice coffee this afternoon. Amen. All right. All right, Jason, let's go. Let's be judgmental. Let's get judgy. Hey, last night was really, really, really cool. We grabbed our spouses. We did. As well as my youngin, uh-huh. little, little Charlie, and we hit the streets because White Ridge Farms invited us out to judge the holiday lights in their neighborhood to see who we thought was the best. So we, we went out there, we piled into the flex, and we toured the neighborhood. We did. And I will say this. I want to say this. I'm going to start. I want to say a big old thank you to the White Ridge Farms HOA for inviting us out there. It was delightful. We got to drive around. We got to look at Christmas lights. It was like one of those things that we get to do that actually puts me, kind of a traditionally grinchy dude, uh, in, in, a, in a far more holiday spirit that was, that was very much a thing. So I wanted to say thanks to them for that as a whole and we had a good time it was a fun time and i got to we got to share it with our spouses and the family bit it was really cool and you know you're, you're right it did kind of increase christmas weird i gotta tell you i think the amount of christmas music i listened to today doubled from the previous few days there we go and by the way i would note for the record yesterday was my uh, i did while i was at an appointment i did lose whamageddon ah sorry about that that's okay that's always uh, a, that's always a hard day i was laying in a dentist chair and oh. last Christmas came over the thing radio, so it was pretty holiday day for me yesterday. So you had that moment, Steve Martin leaning over, I want to be a dentist, and then Whamageddon comes on. Yeah, yeah that's, pretty much. That's, that's not a, that's not a good day. No. So we, hey, let's let's get judgy. We were we were off. We we had two official awards that we were supposed to give for best uh, best street and a favorite single display, and we'll get to those in a minute. But we being us. We made up our own awards, well, yeah. um, some personal spirits. So I've got two. So I'm gonna do one, you do one, then I'll do the other. So wait, wait, wait. why? Why do you get more? Because I thought of more. 
Oh, all right. All right, there we go. Because, hey, we made them up. I made up more. That's how this okay. works. All right, so I got to say my personal favorite uh, thing, I'm going to uh, call it that, was uh, for the house at 704 Charleston there in White Ridge Farm. They had a tree. It was like a little, like a Japanese maple type tree that they lit, cool. they lit in a very specific way. And it just struck me and I really, really dug it. Uh, like maybe enough to like buy a tree and light it like that myself to steal that idea as a whole. So I just want to give some personal kudos to the folks there at that house. Um, really cool lighting in general, but also that tree really struck my, uh, struck my note. Before I, before I give out my personal award that I made up, mm-hmm. I want to say to check our, uh, our Facebook page, check the link to Lee summit Facebook page this week. We're going to put a few photos up. Uh, one caveat, we're not photographers and we were using our phones from the car at night. At night. So, yeah. well, you have to go at night for the lights. Well, I know, but it's uh, just is not yeah. necessarily a great combination. So, for so there are pictures of some of these houses, and the houses were cool. The photographers and photography were not so cool. Not so cool. Not so cool. Now, Jason, I, I also invented two awards. The difference was, though, is both of them are going to go to the same house. There, there was one house that, that was near to the top of our list, but I want to give them a special shout-out. This is the house at... Uh, at 1400 8th Terrace, it is what I'm going to call the Unconscious Sucking Up to Nick Award because their front door was painted orange, and orange fits in my business branding. So I think that they were just plain to me. And they, really, it's the closest we came to bribery. Nobody was out giving me cookies or hot chocolates we drove around. Which, by the way, that's in a suggestion for next year. Bribes will be accepted. Yeah, and encouraged. And encouraged. And encouraged. They also get a second award. Because I love – one of the things I like about lights, I like it when people wrap the trees. They do the lights up the trunk mm-hmm. and maybe off some of the big branches. This house at 1408, they did that, and so that was really, really cool. I thought they did the best job of tree wrapping. So, so maybe top tree wrapper award. It was like double sucking up to Nick. Yeah. So, you know, they get the sucking up to Judge Nick award. All right. So our, the, the other award, uh, and this one shares a little bit with uh, Young Master Charles Parker, uh, is 1709 New Orleans. They did the, uh, the Grinch stealing the Christmas lights thing. And look. Anytime you get the Grinch. I, I personally, like as, a Christmas ident- as a Christmas icon, I most closely identify with the Grinch. Do you have a favorite Grinch movie? Uh, I'm a fan of the Rankin Bass original cartoon with uh, I think it's is it Bella Lugosi yes. or who does the 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 singing or whoever does well anyway whoever does the singing that's the one that's the look as I'll put it God made that perfect the first time and all the remakes they're just not as good <laughs> and that uh, also got the the Charlie stamp of approval stamp of approval he, he yelled that from the third row of our car in the back we hear this that gets my stamp of approval. So those are those are the personal awards. We do have two the official awards that the HOA asked us to identify, and we're going to start with our favorite street. And there were several. These were actually contests that we really had to we had to we had to discuss. We had to like bargain back and forth a little bit, give well, our own thing. We let it, we let our spouses chime in, which really means that we listened to them. Yeah, they told us what to do, and we did that. But we're going to pretend that we had more input than maybe we did. And it is our po- we have the microphones. We can right. pretend we were in charge. They have better taste. We have the microphones. There's how that works. So I will. I will. I, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to announce this one. Our do. favorite street, and this was a close one. I, I thought this was a close, but I think the the best cohesive street, the most houses at a at a good consistent level, that was the New Orleans. 
I think there were a lot of houses there, Jason. They there were even a few right next to each other. That there, there were two that kind of followed the same pattern. I liked that one. That yep. was pretty cool. There were there were a lot. It was consistent. There were there was some creative stuff. It was very good. They I think they did a well a good job. And and there were there were three different three or four different streets that really had a, a, a were in that running uh, from the get go. So thumbs up to New Orleans as a whole. And for our favorite single display. Uh, we chose the house at 1624 Southwest White Ridge. Uh, that was a, it's a house at the end of a cul-de-sac. It had all the stuff. It had a little bit of a cohesive theme. It had animatronic things, little deer mailboxes. I really thought that it was like an advertisement for maybe the Hallmark movies or something like that. It was just, it was just one of those that was kind of the perfect Christmas scene. It did. It was it, almost postcard work. It was very thoroughly well done, did a good job. Once again, it came in a close first just over our, our second place house. We had some a lot of debate going on there when we made that decision. So good job to you at 1624. I will say this, however. They almost lost. They had points docked. That's true. That's true. I had to take points away. We could not for the life of us find the house numbers on that house when we were looking short of like walking up their front lawn and staring at their house. Well, and and the reason we didn't do that, aside from, you know, we're kind of old and lazy, was also that at a certain point in our drive-thru, we felt a little creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Going slowly through the neighborhood, cameras out the window, looking at all the houses. There was even at one point a car behind us waiting for us to get out of the way so they could get into their garage. Yeah. So. yeah. At a certain point, we tried to minimize the, the the creepy van driving through your neighborhood. Well, and that we really didn't want more flashing lights right behind us in the form of uh, the Lisa Police Department <laughs> coming to figure out what in the heck we were doing. Uh, and so, but we did manage to avoid that. But we did. Uh, we had to do a little Google research to find the the house that's correct with what we wanted to do, and and we did that. So, congratulations to New Orleans. Um, and 1624 Southwest White Ridge, you guys win the prizes. And a, 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 a good on you, and a thank you to everybody that participated out there at White Ridge Farm. And thanks for giving us a call. That was fun. Look, we, we started the show to do a little bit of engagement and back and forth with people in the community as we, as we talk about all the issues and the other things going on. It's nice to have a little fun. Nice to play. So that it was. Thank you very much, and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody at White Ridge Farm and to all of our friends around Lee Summit. Jason, I want to do a couple of little real things for this episode, and then we're going to be done, because it's a short week for one week before Christmas. Can you hear it? Can you hear the sound? It's the sound of silly season. Silly season is here. Officially, on Tuesday, filing season opened. So the filing period for anyone running wanting to run for city office in this next election, that will be one seat for each of the four city council districts as well as one of the two municipal judge seats. And so let's get in, Jason. Let's go through a little bit really quickly about who filed. And let's start in District 1. District 1, we had two filers. um, And these are, I think, complete as of 5 p.m. on Wednesday the 18th. Yes. So one week before Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone. uh, Is We have two filers in District 1. We have Hillary Shields, who had announced that she was running earlier this year, and Robert Dye, one of our... Uh, we'll call it more regular candidates for uh, city council or other local offices. I believe this is the fourth time that he has filed to run for city council. Yes, so uh, he is in the race, and so we do have a contested race in District 1. In District 2, we have one filer so far, Roberta Goff, another, I guess we'll call it a perpetual candidate. Uh, Roberta has run for uh, state rep, state senate, Jackson County legislature, 
uh, and now for uh, for city council as well uh, there. In District 3, um, filing today on Wednesday was the incumbent, Phyllis Edson. She has filed to run for re-election, so we now have the answer to the question uh, that we had posed earlier this fall, and, uh, and she is in there. And then we have two candidates in District 4. Take it away, Nick. Tell me who those two candidates are. Well, we have first we have Fred Demaro, who is the incumbent. The seat. You know, there's a part of me that feels like this is really weird that because Councilmember Demaro was appointed to fill a seat after a recall. I right. feel like I feel like now every election we've had to see him run because he was appointed to to finish a term, then had to run for the the remainder of that the term. remainder of the term. And now that that term is over, he has to run again. So at some point, Fred Demaro is going to get tired of asking people to make him a city council person again and again and again. <laughs> but apparently. Not this year. Not this year. He's he is back, and then that is also so far the other contested race. And Donnie Funk, who announced that he was going to file several months ago and has already been doing some campaigning around town, Donnie Funk has filed to run in District Four. Also filing, Jason is the incumbent judge. Judge Tobin filed for re-election for that position as well. And we're going to keep you keep you updated as to who files. And once filing season is over, we'll start we'll start digging in and introducing you to each of the candidates for each race. Absolutely. Um, and for those of you who are waiting for announcements for the Board of Education for R7, uh, their filing opens at 8 o'clock on the 24th. It's open for two entire hours on the 24th. And then filing closes... Until January 3rd, in which it will reopen on Mondays through Fridays for the most of the rest of the month of January through the 21st. So there's a two-hour window next Tuesday. I think uh, both Nick and I are going to actually pay attention to that because that will be kind of a fun entertainment for us uh, to go well, see who files on that day. There is, a, there is a slight advantage to being there first. You right. Get, you get to be first on the ballot. You get to be so, first on the ballot. So we'll see who's excited about running for the, the three available seats on, on the Board of Education. So yes. Yeah, we'll pay attention for two hours. All right. So um, the other thing I think to pay attention to, uh, the R7 School Board does meet this week on Thursday for their uh, for their monthly meeting. Uh, and there will be a presentation to the board about a potential bond issue for the April ballot. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there. We're not going to get into it too much tonight. We're going to kind of watch the uh, we're going to watch the board meeting and see kind of what the outcome of that is, and then we will report back with a little bit more grounded information, uh, maybe with a little bit less speculation than we would normally like to do, um, and then talk a little bit more about you know the nerd stuff on the end side of that, like what a bond is and all that good stuff. So really what you just told everyone is that our Christmas present to the community is nerd talk about a proposed bond issue. We are the most kind. We are essentially Santa ain't got nothing on us. That's what I'm saying. So, well, really, I, I think what you're saying There's is... There's the coal in your stocking. You're <laughs> welcome, Lee Summit residents. We are the coal. Yes, we are the coal that and the internet got, is putting in your stocking. I, we're... we're we gotta do it. It's our job. Stay on brand, man. We're, we're gonna Stay we're gonna bring you. We'll break all that down. And luckily, the way podcasts are, you don't have to listen to it on Christmas Day. I mean, really, I can't imagine a better way to spend time with your family, grab your kids, sit around the fireplace, the Christmas tree, and listen to us talk about school bonds. Put the headphones in, but you can turn do the it. volume up so that it overwhelms the sound of children destroying wrapping paper. <laughs> it's fantastic <laughs> as a thing. You can do it. That's really that's really it. That's all I wanted to talk about this week, Jason. We're gonna we're gonna hit that next week. We're gonna come back. We'll tell everybody happy Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Hey, why don't we do it anyway? Let's do it again right now. Merry happy Christmas holidays. and Happy Holidays. That will wrap up our show for this week. 
We will talk to everyone on Friday. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall Podcast is brought to the good people by Shred. There they are, Shred. All right, so the New Year's coming. It is. And, you know, look, everybody's making New Year's resolutions, so you might as well join the Cool Kids Club and make one of your own. So and if wait, one of those is living healthy, Jason. Is the hot take this year that New Year's resolutions are good or the New Year's resolutions are bad? I don't know if they're ever bad. Well, I'm I know, say but, that. but every year we have we are always subjected to a series of articles about like you know, no, don't do New Year's resolutions. Yes, do New Year's resolutions. Here's what I'm going to say. At do some it. point, if you're ready to make changes, when the calendar changes, it's probably as good a time as any. So get after it. And if you're going to make a New Year's resolution to give yourself a healthier and fitter lifestyle, one way you can help yourself do that is to listen to the Shred Podcast. That's right. Go go listen to our friend Ryan Waters, owner of Shred KC, and his buddies Aaron Simpson and Jody Rue as they talk about motivation, inspiration, and provide you with a little information and education so that you can meet your goals and live a healthy lifestyle in 2020. These guys are good. They know their stuff. And also, look, it's, it's real. They're not going to guilt you. They're going to help you get through. They give you a little inspiration. They give you some good information. And, look, and, if Ryan and you'll have fun. And if Ryan says to me that New Year's resolutions are good, I'm not going to argue with the man. No. No, because he, I think he could break you. He could very easily break me. I'm very fragile. Remember, <laughs> he played defensive end in college. Yes. And I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Go visit our friends at Shred KC. Check out their podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tell them Jason and Nick told you to listen. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link2Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.